From Glitch HQ on Riverside Avenue in unexpected, ever-changing Minneapolis, this is Nice Games Club, the show where nice game devs talk gaming and game development. I'm Martha McGarry, and I make nice games. I'm Stephen McGregor, and I make nice games. And I'm Martha Croy, I too make nice games. For this week's episode, it's another Nice Games Jam. We've been given a prompt, and we're going to try to come up with a complete game that you can play by the end of the episode. Will it work? We and you are about to find out. And so, if everyone's ready, let's start. What is our prompt, Martha? <laughs> well, my boyfriend- I'm gearing in. I'm like settling for a <laughs> tough task uh-huh. ahead. Yes. Well, it will be a tough task, I think. Um, so my boyfriend, Dylan, sent us a prompt as per usual. Um, and the prompt is make a puzzle game that requires a text readme file or some other sort of text thing that you have to use as a guide to figure out the game. And then as the level progresses, the, that guide changes. To be harder to understand, or to tell a weird story, or just to taunt the player. Hmm. So, so it could be a puzzle game where when you solve it, you unlock a word in the sentence. Uh-huh. Oh. I don't know. Or like... I was going to say, it could just be Picross. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking that, because we have these cubes. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do have the cubes. Um, yeah. And there could be some clues hidden in the... in like It yeah. could be like a cipher... So the tr- I think the trick is here is that we're um, uh, in previous nice games jams we've built systems yeah right but this is asking us to come up with some content yes right right yeah. like it's endemic it's endemic to the the this type of game mm-hmm. is that there be some some choices made that are uh, apart from the mechanics necessarily yeah. we might be able to abstract that so we don't have to worry about what it is we can just you know it could be nothing but then we can save going forward it would be something mm-hmm. you know yeah. Um, but for listeners who haven't heard one of our nice games jams, I can give a little bit recap of what we're doing before yes. we get really started. Um, but as you heard, we got a prompt and we're going to come up with a game and we've got some props. Uh, Martha, can you take us a tour on the toys we're going to be using today? Yes. So as you can hear, maybe there we have cubes, little colored cubes, They're all different types of colors, green, red, pink, white, brown, other, other green, <laughs> other green, <laughs> uh, and then we have some dice, and then we have the table that we record at in the clubhouse is also a whiteboard. So we have so whiteboard markers to write stuff down, yeah. and we can erase. And what we generally have done for these episodes is we just pick a bunch of things independent of the prop, <laughs> yeah. so we don't have to worry about it. And this is what we picked this time. Yeah. Um, but it'll, it's, this should work out pretty well with the prompt that we've got something to write on, and we've got these cues which we could build content from in a sense. Right. Yes. Uh, or at least have them represent content. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this text file? Yes. Uh, right. Hmm. A puzzle game that requires that it, so it, has to, it requires the text as a guide. Mm-hmm. Oh, what if every time you complete a puzzle, it just adds more rules to the game? Oh, like sort that. of like a like a sort of flux idea where each yeah. new card can add a rule. Yes. So ah. what? Oh man. Okay. What, what if, if like um? So the text file has a list of rules in sequence. Yeah. And you're only revealed one at a time. Yeah. And and maybe the task you have is to use the cubes to rep, to draw or represent something. Sure. And then the rules are like you can only. Um, you can only have them kitty corner from each other, or you can't use any of the blue ones, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then maybe it gets harder and harder, and then or something. Maybe it's gearing you towards making something. Oh, maybe it's like okay. um, the puzzle is uh, it wants you to create something like a like a sailboat. Sure, yeah. but you don't know that, mm-hmm. and then it gives you some rules: make something with blue and white cubes. Uh huh. Oh, oh, okay. And then yeah. the, the next rule is, and maybe. I don't know how to make that um, other uh, like a not a foregone conclusion though. Maybe it's competitive, perhaps. Oh, sure. I don't know. Maybe there's an actual well, uh, correct answer. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. So if it's, um, if it's like you have a, you have to make something or you have to get the cubes in a certain configuration. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be a picture. Right. And the rules could be like make every fourth color. Green or something. Oh, right. It could be uh, like Mastermind. Or something. Yes, like Mastermind. Yeah. I couldn't remember the name of that game. <laughs> it's like, you know, the one with like the different colors and you have to figure out. That's yeah. good because then you can evaluate correctness. Yeah. Which is something a puzzle game needs. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, okay. So every time you make a guess, um, you get a, 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 
you'll get evaluated on that and then you you get uh, a new rule maybe like maybe the the um like when the next rule comes yeah. then you have to look at what you've made mm-hmm. and if it doesn't follow the rule then you have you have like a limited ability to to conform it to the rule or okay. something or maybe you just lose points but then that seems unfair cuz you didn't you wouldn't have known yeah um maybe it's just a matter of like uh maybe we can start out with just seeing what it's like to step by step sure. figure this out. I mean out. the one way we could score this is just how many rules you get you need in order for you to get the thing. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's, yeah that's if, if you can get it faster than the rules reveal. Yeah. And then we can we can we can run that through and see if that's interesting uh, or if you feel accomplished or or just random right. doing that. So uh, I don't know the answer to that. Right. So here's the question, who wants to be the rule maker? Well, you're the one taking notes, Steven. So I sh- Oh. I was the a- I was the AI last time. That's fair. I'm, hap- I'm happy to do it again. Um, okay, I'll try. Uh-huh. We'll give it a shot. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so we should have one person guessing, right? And then have one person writing rules. Maybe it could be that the, the person writing rules figures out what the person is supposed to make, not the other way around. Yeah, that's. I think that's what. The oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the, I guess the the for us here at the table, the difficulty is um, one of us is going to have to come up with a, a correct answer, uh, you know, quick enough and and away from the others. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> that's the challenge in having here. Right. Uh, so uh, okay. let's have a notation for this system. Okay. So that we can then figure out how. So you can just write it down. Yeah. Um, so maybe, um, Martha, well, you've got the blocks in front of you. So what feels like a reasonable number? Like, is it a three by three grid or a two by eight grid or just a, a line, a row? Um, what do you think? Oh, we could do like line land, like making a line, and then you have to swap ah. colors. Like, you know, green ones can only touch yellow ones. Right. It can be just purely a logic puzzle. Like, you start out with a, uh, you never, you just, you don't like grab from the pool of cubes. You start out with a certain number or a certain uh, well, set the, of Well, yeah, the there could be different modes, maybe. Different modes. To, to go back to our, <laughs> our previous episode. <laughs> Increasing the scope by a factor of two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's go back to the, to the making a picture one. Okay. Well, I kind of like the idea of it being lined because there's a lot of logical rules you can make with that. And it'll oh, be easier yeah, for you to true. create in the time we have. So yes. maybe you have okay. two of each color and then the goal is to have them in an arrangement. And, and, the, and the rules are no yellows are touching or um, the, the three blues need to be this much apart or whatever. Sure, yeah. Um, something like that. So that way you don't, you're not grabbing from a bunch of different... It's, I guess it's less of a creative task in that case. Um, but it's something we should yeah. be able to get up and going Okay, that quickly. makes sense to me. Okay. okay. So I'll just make a little line here with all the cubes with mm-hmm. different colors. You said two of each. Uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, we should have more than two colors. It can certainly, uh, or two cubes of each. Oh, color. I see. Okay. Um, just to, just so there's enough variation in, in your ability, but not like maybe not like twenty cubes. Oh but, yeah, but not as few as five. Maybe yeah. like I don't know, ten, yeah, 10 seems reasonable. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, you're gonna have to come up with, and then you can design this backwards. You can come up with the correct answer, and then you can just write your rules based on what it does. Yeah, and then you, then we can worry about which order you reveal them in later. You yeah. can just reveal them in a random order for now. Um, yes, and then I think when the way as a puzzle master you would design this so that it could be solved with a certain number, like it could be like a Sudoku puzzle. You only need a certain amount of information mm-hmm. to literally solve it, mm-hmm. but the more information you have, the easier it is to solve it. Right. Um, that can we can figure that out. Whoever des- designs the puzzle for this, right. thing, ultimately. <laughs> Um, That's your job, listener. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, we can just have, uh, you can just, you come up with a, a sequence of uh, consisting of the cubes that Martha has okay. in front of her, and then write maybe five or six rules that are true about that sequence. Yes. And then we can get started. Okay. So I need to come up with a sequence. So Martha, what do you got in front of you? Well, I have one that is brown, red, yellow, brown, pink, green, light green, green, yellow, red. You get that, Stephen? That is the sequence, and so I need to make. No, that is just the that is the ones you have in front of you. Oh, okay. So your your the sequence you are uh, directing Martha to create consists of of those. Yes. Okay. I need to come up with a sequence, and then come up with a set of rules that relate to that sequence. Yeah. That is what I am currently doing now. Yep. 
<laughs> as you can hear. So maybe, because uh, that's just going to be a task you've got to get in front of you. And yeah. hopefully it shouldn't be too tricky. Uh, Martha, maybe we'll fill the dead air with some other interesting topics around what this game could be going forward, maybe? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think about um, this as a mastermind-style logic puzzle, like abstract versus maybe what we were originally thinking, more uh, creative? Um, would we want to, once we come up with a system like this, would we, what, would we want to develop I, it further so it's yeah. making pictures? Or I mean, yeah, we could make it more complex as it goes along. Yeah. So, like, first it's a line, and then you end up with two rows. Right. And then you end up with three rows. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you mean progressively as you play it. Yeah. yeah. Rather than as we design the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what oh, I'm I like saying. That like a lot. Different levels. Like the first levels would all be lines, and then the next oh, levels would cool. be more complex than that. Oh, that would be fun because then you basically like this little mini campaign yeah. of like smaller tests. That's a really yeah. good because that, that preserves like a nice tight gameplay loop. Yes. Oh, man. And you could, you could make pictures by make, having each line of the, like a 3D printed. Right, right. Thing. And. As you go across, you can use your own intuitive sense to maybe know more information about what the next line is, even though you don't know it by logic. Yes. You know it because it's starting to form a picture. Right? Yes, yes. Okay, okay. And then you could get it faster than the rules come at you. Yes. And then you could put and a snarky where, thing in there. That's where the high score comes, right? Is being able to, to beat the logic. Okay. That, that even themes it a little bit. It's like, um, it, we, you know, if you were to sort of, do, it, it'd be promoted as this like human intuition, like human versus computer kind of notion of like the the rules are enough can, but you, you, can beat do better. The computer? Yeah, something like that you know what i mean because like, that would be the idea is that maybe each bit of it of rules you get um like if we had a kind of competitive mode it could be your familiarity with the picture versus just following the rules specifically right you know? how would you stop people from just brute force guessing i guess if you were also timed it maybe yeah or maybe you have a certain number of guesses so mastermind works where oh yeah you every only guess, have a certain amount yeah every guess you make fills up the board until you get to the end of the board, and then you, that's it, um, which is sort of interesting. Uh, that it could be something like that, um, or it could just be a matter of how many tries it takes is you know just deducts from a score or, or adds to a negative score or something like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But you know, ultimately, I mean, it's interesting because it is, it feels a little bit like Pacross, but more sequenced. Yes. Right, and then the logic rules are different. But right, the one the rules that you use to figure it out are not like uh, there are two in this row. Right, right. It's more like it's the uh, Johnny is older than Sally, but younger than Steve. Yeah, exactly. Right, like. <laughs> oh man, I had a book like that when I was a kid that I got from some gas station or something on a yeah. road trip, and man, that was the best. Yeah, it's all the puzzles like that, where mm -hmm. it's like you know I'm trying to line up the, my trophies in order of all these things, and now you have to like figure out. Based yeah. on all these clues, or like, yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, I like that. There's a bunch of those puzzles in Professor Layton. Oh, yeah. And I love those. Those are really fun. Um, it's, it's, it reminds me a little bit of like uh, when you play Sudoku, you, you know, you sort of mark in little notes of what could be in these boxes. Yes. And I play, a, I play the Windows uh, Sudoku the, 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 uh, on Windows PCs. And um, I've been playing that recently. There's Windows Sudoku on Windows PCs? Yeah, there's like a ton of casual games now, not just Solitaire. <sighs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> And they're all made by third parties, actually. You get them from, like, the, they're, not, they're not, like, system utilities like they used to be. Oh. A little sad about that, actually. That's a bummer. But they're, like, they are, like, you know, branded as if they were, you know, the default. Anyway, um, my point <laughs> was that I was, I was um, playing it digitally, and there's a button you can press to fill in all the notes. So you can scribble in all the possibilities. And that is just a labor task, right? There's no gameplay to that, necessarily. And so I was like, oh, well, and I was just sort of doing idly or watching TV. And I'm like, I'm going to see if that takes the fun out. And it super does. Because once you do that, then there's like two squares that could only be one number. You fill those in and you start removing notes and then it just becomes sequenced. And then at the higher levels, you have to do some logic. But for the most part, you can play Sudoku. If you just have the possibilities, you can beat most puzzles very quickly in a way that makes it kind of a bummer. Whereas you play oh. in the newspaper where you're scribbling it out and you're, using, you're trying to keep a lot of thoughts in your head. Like that is where the gameplay is happening. Um, but it ends up being a much simpler game than I thought it was. That makes sense. Oh, does it like show you? Yeah, well, you can. It's an option, right? And and so and if but if you um if you so if you press that button, it just highlights what what all the squares could possibly be. Oh. But if you're the player, you have to do that manually. But there's no there's no skill to that, right? It's just looking at a row, looking at the column, looking at the the grid, and seeing what can and can't it be, and then just filling and then taking your note. And there's no there's no challenge to that. It's just labor. 
And so I was thinking like, oh, if I just press the button that does it for me, does that take the fun out? And it does. <laughs> ah. And I was kind of disappointed. Oh. But, you know. Is it, can so we I, help I'm, you with I'm, the- I'm sensitive to that for games that we're designing here. Like, uh, it, and if it does suffer from that, then how do we make it, like playing Sudoku in the newspaper is more fun because you can't automatically fill in all the notes, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, how are we doing on there, Steven? I think I'm ready. Okay. This is real hard. Yeah, yeah it is. Fun. I was trying to think of some in my head for just like what is happening mm-hmm. and in front of me and it's real hard. And so I was like, oh, maybe we should help Steven out instead of <laughs> talking. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I think what's going to happen ultimately is that you can just come up with rules that are true about the, your sequence, yeah. but that may not create a challenge, but that's fine. We're, we're not testing that yet. Right, right. I su- uh, well, well let's, let's try it first and yeah, then I okay, can talk okay. about how I did it. Okay. I feel like I should write these down. But yes. Okay, my, I, but you're, Here, I'll, oh. ta- I'll take care of writing. <laughs> okay. okay. So, Martha, your first sequence is... Martha? <laughs> oh, I have to say it right. Yeah. I was like, it's this right is, here. You can is, see it. This is like three Nice Games Jams episodes in a row where you forgot that we were recording the podcast. Uh, um, okay. So dark green, brown, red, yellow, light green, red, yellow, dark green, pink, brown. I'm trying to write this down on the thing, but I should just take more of these cubes to, to actually uh, get it. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, for, okay, so yeah. you've got a sequence there. It's not really important that our, our listeners memorize it. Yeah. Um, we'll see in the next round how we need to notate it. But, yes. Um, so, okay. Stephen, what is the first rule? Okay, the first rule is no same colors touching. Oh. And it looks like you actually have that. I do. Okay. So then the question for gameplay is like, what do you do in a scenario like that? Like, do you just move to the next rule? Do you get a point? Um, and if you get uh, a point, like, is that earned? Because it's just random otherwise. Yeah. But then later it becomes more, I don't know, maybe it does or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I still think to me it makes more sense to make it so that um, the less rules you have to use to, to figure out whatever sequence I'm trying to make, the better you do. Okay. So, so in this case, Martha doesn't get a demerit for needing to do anything right now. Like every time you change the sequence. Yeah, okay, and, yeah. I and, like then, and like golf, you want the lower score. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so that's good. And yeah. so maybe a lot of these first rules are, you know, uh, is a matter of chance, but that's fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. cool. Um, this one's kind of a complicated rule, but the second rule is, if a sequence of colors appears in the line, it must appear again in reverse. Oh. So, so like, for example, if uh, a white cube and a green cube were right next to one another, it would have to appear as green and white in sequence. And this, and it's a sequence of any length. It seems. Uh, yes. So I, th- this, I like, I like this. I'm not sure how much you intended this, but like, <laughs> the, it could be where it, um, uh, you're not giving us enough information because mm-hmm. the it's a sequence of three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or it could be that literally any sequence at all. In which case, I don't even know if that's technically possible. <laughs> because, oh yeah, I guess if the sequence it's any is, sequence, then it would just be the whole line, right? But right, yeah. and then that can't be in reverse because yeah. there's not enough more cubes or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like that does sound like a really fun. Uh, you know, wording it in a way that, you know, like a little tricky. Yeah. Um, whether that is or not. But something in that neighborhood sounds really fun. Yeah. Um, okay. I have it so that now when it goes, oh, I could make it longer. Yeah. This also doesn't give you a lot of information because, it, like, it can still be 100% wrong even if you follow this rule. That's true. Well, maybe what we need is a mastermind system where it does actually tell you a little bit more about how you've done. Mm, yeah. Right, yeah, that's part of the thing. I guess the oh, then it would change the the word document also to be like oh to say like here's what you got. Right, I can here's be the, check 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 I check. I could be the ever evolving word document. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Uh. The sequence you have there, Martha, works. It is right now brown, red, yellow, dark green, light green, dark green, yellow, red, brown, pink, which does work for the th- the two rules I made. Mm-hmm. Uh. So the third Are rule, any of them in the right position? <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, the thing is, is like a mastermind rules here would be interesting, but it would also just be mastermind. Oh, that's yeah. true. Okay, a, keep but, going. But keep something going. like that sounds me, fun. But let's keep going. Tell yeah. me the next rule. Yes. Okay. Oh, this. I think this is kind of an interesting thing. Anyways, because, I know this is a side. I'm sorry, but like, yeah. uh, what's really interesting is that like I needed to come up with rules so that. What, the way I'm thinking of it is I need to come up with rules so that Martha can make the sequence that I was thinking of. Yeah. So I need to, um, so like we're cooperating in a way. Oh, so rather than this being something that you pull from a, a like a hundred puzzles, yeah. it would be something that someone needs to create. Yes. 
I like that. Yeah. I guess that's different from the prompt, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we, can, well, we can do what we want. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's, <laughs> our, it's our podcast, yeah. dang it. <laughs> what I like about that is that we would need to then come up with, there's a challenge for the designer there yeah. and coming up with ways to make it impossible for the, the player who creates the puzzle to cheat by yeah. saying, the first rule is it's red, green, orange. Blue. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I did not do that. Um, okay, okay here's, next rule. Yes, here's the third rule. Green cubes appear before yellow cubes. Hmm. And this is left to right, I imagine. Yes. So now, this is interesting, because now there are definitely ways Martha could put this together that she knows will be wrong. Because mm-hmm. right now, she has three green cubes, two a light one and two dark ones, in the middle of her sequence. Right, yeah. And so, and that is, that's actually vital to her mirroring of, of, from the previous rule. Yeah. But the, there's yellow on either side, and she needs to change that now. Yeah. So the yellow ones come after it. Yes. So right now she's got her three green cubes followed by the yellow ones, two yellows, and then the, the rest in the sequence. She's yeah. putting it together right now. We're sitting with rapt Ooh. attention. Yeah. Oh, man, this is, this is fun. Watching, okay, watching so now we have um, a dark green, light green, dark green. And that's a, a pattern in reverse, I guess. I don't know if that's it intended. Is. And then brown, red, yellow, pink, yellow, red, brown. So there's a mirrored sequence at the end there. Yes. Yep, that matches all of the rules I made. Okay, this is the last rule I made. I hope this works. Uh, (laughs) If not, I guess I'll make up another rule. Um, The fourth rule is pink cubes appear in between red cubes, which you already... And that's true. So they have to be right in between. Uh, You can can decide what that rule really said right now, if you like. (laughs) If you want (laughs) to tweak it. Uh, No, they don't have to, I guess, according to what I did. Um, well, no, gotta like, make more rules. Yeah, maybe the, the ultimate thing is is that um, if there's some restriction on what kind of rules you make, yeah. then it really becomes a matter of you have to come up with new rules. Because mm-hmm. it's actually pretty easy to come up with a rule. Yeah. Um, maybe the difficulty is coming up with rules that fit the, the restricted pattern yeah. that give you a lot of information. Yeah. So what, I could be the one who's getting scored. Like how many rules I have to make. Oh, in order yeah. yeah. In order to get me to guess it. Yeah. Right. And it's just a score you share. Yeah. Right. Ah, oh, cool, cool, cool. Okay, this is really fun. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, oh, I got to think of something. Uh, oh, okay. And that was your last rule. That was my last rule, so I'm typing it up now. Okay, <laughs> so, so now we're out of rules, and Martha has a sequence that's, that follows all the rules, but doesn't quite match the pattern yet. So now you need to come up with new ones. Yes. And so um, I guess there's a, a mechanic here where you came up with these rules up to now without knowing what Martha had done. Right. Now you could come up with rules that take into account the pattern that Martha has created. Yeah, I and, can. And so the question is, Is does that make it too easy? Um, do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, or no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. I'm trying to type and listen at the yeah. same time. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that it makes it too easy because, uh, uh, I, I mean, I still have to, I mean, I get to um, evolve my rules based off of right, what Martha right. had done. It puts but, more burden on the restrictions we put on these rules, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that you can the, the, because other because you can just say like if only one thing is wrong in Martha's pattern, then you could just tell her to fix that. Yes. Um, but if you had a rule that would lead her to do that, oh, yeah. like like can you make rules that are swaps? Like all where all the red ones are, brown ones should be or whatever. I was gonna say yeah, maybe. Um, you well, you could do that, but not in so many words. So right now you have yellow, pink, yellow, and uh, you could you could uh, the new rule could be. That pink only touches red. And what that tells you is to switch the yellows and reds. Do you know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. And so maybe that's part of the challenge is using the language that we have, restrictive language, to, yeah. to get the player to do something specific. Yeah, actually, yeah, I like that better. We're going to do that. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So I'm going to type it as I say it. Uh-huh. The, a brown cube must touch a dark green cube. And Martha is already following that rule. No. Uh, right now, there is one brown cube that is only touching a red cube. Oh, oh any, any all of brown, them. All brown oh, cubes yes, must I'm touch. Oh, yes. Any oh, of them. A any brown them. cube as in uh, <laughs> like any brown cube. Yes. Any brown cube must touch. Yeah. Yeah. If you are to be a brown cube, you must touch. <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, can you really call yourself a brown cube? Right. <laughs> You're not cool enough. I like the, actually, I like the phrasing of that in that like, it gives a property to one of the things that, yeah. that has to be true. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the language you're using for these rules are really good. 
Thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Like, it's not revealing too much, and it, it's but it's varied enough and interesting, and I like it a lot. Yeah. Cool. Okay. okay. Here's my submission. Uh, I have moved the brown cube from the end over to the other end. So now it goes brown, dark green, light green, dark green, brown, red, yellow, pink, yellow, red. Cool. So like two little palindromes. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Uh, Still not there. Yep. Yeah. It's weird because I want to hint like how close you are. Yeah, but I also yeah. don't want to do that because it gives away. I don't. Yeah, some, in then, some we ways. may want to come up with a system for that, but not just yet. Yeah. Um. What I like about this is like this moment of silence where like <laughs> Martha, Martha, you don't have a lot to do right now while Stephen works, and when he gives well, you I'm a just rule, trying to, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else it could be. Yeah, with the rules that are already. In my head, you know? Yeah, so the question is for gameplay, because we've moved gameplay now from Martha to Stephen. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and so, because really, when Stephen gives you a rule, especially at this stage, mm-hmm. um, it's it with specific intent in mind, and yeah. you're pretty much going to just follow his instructions. So then the question becomes, what do you do, and what's fun for you? Oh, this is fun. Because, I mean, is that that's enough, then? I mean, yeah, it's it's like... I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. I, I'm sure you can hear that. <laughs> so like, okay. the, I'm just trying to think, is there something like um, you come with a, an alternate pattern or um, like you can call an audible, like you can say like, you have like three opportunities to redo, like when you yeah. do a new rule and Steven says, nope, not yet. You can you can have an opportunity to try again yeah. before getting a new oh, rule. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and you, you you have that as currency to spend, perhaps. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that because yeah, ultimately you're getting scored based off of the rules you make. Right. So if Martha has abilities to make or to have more chances, um, right? Then but you don't have to make more rules. And there's some risk there too because sometimes you say like, well, um, this wasn't correct, and if I do another one, another variation of it, is that going to be likely to be more correct? Is it just the Monty Hall problem? Yeah. Um, or is it, or is there some gameplay utility to like, is this guess better than that guess? Sure, yeah. Um, and it may not be the case. Um, it may just be a matter of the, the, the interesting choice you make is not what your new arrangement is, but the decision to, to, to do take your mulligan now yeah. instead of later. Yeah. Oh... I got to rewrite this because I realized it won't work right unless I do it this way. Okay. And then also, like, I, I, there's something fun about Martha saying, like, I'm going to try something different, and Stephen being like, oh, you were so close. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not I, being able to tell you that. I really like that, having mulligans and such. Yeah. Um, okay. Here is my sixth rule. Hopefully, it's the final one. Uh, <laughs> a brown cube may not touch a red cube or a yellow cube. Okay. And right now, the, the two mini patterns are... In the middle, a brown cube, then a red cube. Yes. So right now, that does seem kind of tricky. So Martha is taking the brown cubes on the outside of that first pattern, moving them inside. So it's green, brown, green, brown, green. Now we sit. Now we watch Martha <laughs> <laughs> in her in her native cube arranging habitat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So the current pattern is now. Are, are you done with your pattern? <laughs> Steven's so excited. I, I, I just want to. <laughs> oh wait. Right. Is that your final answer? Okay. Yes. In a okay. sense, I, I not knowing for certain if this is correct. I'm looking at it now, and I don't think there's another pattern that could follow all these rules. But maybe well, if I switch the reds and yellows. Uh, yes, that's true. Yes, actually, that that's is correct. true. Um, so yes, the current pattern is dark green, uh, brown, light green. Oh, okay. Dark green, brown, light green, brown, dark green, red, yellow, pink, yellow, red, which is correct. Hey! Yay! <laughs> we did it! Good job! <laughs> and so, as you said, there was one other pattern that could have been correct. Yes. I'm, um, I didn't realize that until <laughs> yeah. you said that, but yes, that is true. Um, wow, that is that was fun. Dang, I really like coming up yeah. with all those rules. That's good. Okay. All right, um, switch. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, let's have you, you switch. So, Martha, come up with the rules. Yeah. Steven will do the pattern. Sure. And then uh, in, and uh, as we're getting set up, um, Steven, you and I can talk about mulligans. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Let's do that so we can figure this out. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think that it would make sense to, um, to have like the three rules and you can just use your mulligans whenever. Um, but like strategically, you want to save them until near the end. So you don't, um, um, unless you feel like. Well, the, what's the end? Uh, oh, I, I guess. 
Are you using the same cubes? Sorry. Yes, let's use the same cubes, just for simplicity's sake. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess what I'm thinking of is the way I'm thinking of this, how this should work, is you have the ability to write up to four rules before the other player gets to touch the cube and mess with them. Right, because then then you have some strategy that you have to play in advance. Yes. Um, And any... In between any of those rule calls, uh, when the player has like submitted their final answer, they can um, mulligan their uh, their choice and make something new based off of the rules that they already were given. Um, I think in any, at, at any point, at any point, you okay. could do it from rule one. You could do it from rule zero, but don't do that. <laughs> okay. Um, and so um, the, then, is it a limited amount of mulligans, or are mulligans worth fewer negative points than a new rule? Do you know oh. what I mean? You can take as many as you want. They just, you know. Well, if you, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, let's say you, you, you know, the higher the score, the worse you do. So let's say yeah. every rule is uh, another two points onto your score. Okay. Every mulligan is one point. Okay. So that you could, you could be like, oh, well, I'm going to take a mulligan because that way I'm pretty sure I'm going to need fewer than one rule. And because I know that this is wrong already, that is information to act on. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Or, yeah. or does it, because then you're not saving mulligans, you're just sort of like nervously spending them. Sure. Um, yeah, um, that's a good question. Uh, I don't think one system's better than the other. I don't, I don't necessarily think that either. I'm, I'm wondering like how that would feel. I'm imagining that like, uh, you, when you're, I guess when you're at like high level or high, if you have a bunch of rules at this point, you just throw all your mulligans and just keep doing it until you get your points because like you have a high score anyways. Right? right, yeah. What can this system be cheesed? <laughs> yeah. Um I uh, the way I the way I think the way I'm imagining it is like if you just have a limit of how many mulligans you can use, you can feel free to use it at any point if you feel relatively confident in your, uh the rule maker giving you enough rules to make a pattern. Right. Um whereas if you don't have that, then it it, it feels I feel less. I would feel like less likely to use a mulligan as a result of that because, like, it would if each was painful. Score. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I like that. Okay, okay. So that's what we'll go. Okay, um, and then I think I would like to put a restriction where you can only use one mulligan per rule round. Sure, um, that may not be the the smartest play, but I feel like probably it just well, makes sense. Okay. If we do that, uh, assuming that the 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 rule maker makes four rules, then they're encouraged to use all... Oh, well, I guess they don't have to. Well, no, because then there's a possibility of wasting them, right? Yeah. Because, um, like, let's say you're competing with another team, mm-hmm. and you've got your three mulligans, and you and you just got to the number of rules that that other team got, and you want to beat them. Yeah. I'm assuming we're doing this a tournament now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can just use all your mulligans on the last one, just guessing until you get it right. Right. But then that's not strategic play. Sure. Um, strategic play is using mulligans before you need them, or, or, or before you can't use them. And because you don't know how many rules are going to happen... Yeah. Oh, and that can give you information too in yes. future rounds. Okay. Um, and so. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. So, like a, a high level player, let's yeah. imagine mm-hmm. that those exist, uh-huh. <laughs> would um, they would get they they would have confidence that they can guess it on the next rule or rule after. Sure. So they better use their mulligans, otherwise they're not going to, you know, to yeah. get them. Yeah. Okay. I suppose. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's kind of like um. You know, like how in code names you have an additional guess if you want, and you can use like what you learned from previous yeah. words to like make a guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. I like that as an idea. Okay. Well, well let's do that then. So okay. I, I need to type these. So down. how many mulligans? Um, three. Yeah, three is the game designer's number of choice. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we could just start with three. Yeah, and we'll we'll see how that goes from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Martha, if you've caught any of what we were saying, will you have a thought on any of that? Uh. Didn't catch any of it. Okay, cool. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure we weren't excluding you (laughs) while you came up with your pattern and rules. How are you doing on those? Uh, I have three rules. I need one more rule. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, I got to type up these rules. So, rules for the game. One player creates a set of four rules. Is it always going to be four rules? Uh, we've sort of locked on that because that's what okay. you, that seems good. That seems better than three in this weird instance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Five might be what we land on eventually, but four sure. is five is too many for us to do in multiple rounds right now. Yeah, I had it when I was doing it the first time. I had a hard time coming up with the five rules. Yeah. At the time we, sh- I feel like in future iterations of this game, there should be a time limit to how long you can take to make rules. Oh, that's at least interesting. Initially, okay. Um, actually, it should probably be the case all the time because you, I feel like. I would sit there and try to come up with the optimal rule for right, this pattern right. that I've come up with. Um, and it would take me 
several minutes and yeah. then everybody's just sitting there bored. Well, the next conversation we have to have is like the language that it, you're limited to. Yeah. Right now, it's just what you two are thinking is reasonable. Right. Um, but from that, we can come up with, with our set. Yes. But then that can also be like, we could say that for the first, in a set of four rules, there's certain things you can't do. Mm-hmm. So then they're easier to come up with. Yeah. And then once you get to seven rules, then suddenly you have a new tool which is you can say that one is correct or that one is incorrect or something perhaps. I was, I was thinking about that too. Yeah, after you get past the four rules, you can start being more specific with your rules. That's, yeah. I decided not to do that. Uh, right, that makes sense when we were just running it the yeah. first time. But yeah, and then that also keeps it from being just mastermind because mm-hmm. then it gets the, the rulemaking player some agency with that information. Yeah. And it, maybe we even treat those like similar to mulligans. You have a limited amount of times to just say how many or say something, and maybe you can do it whenever. Okay. Yeah. Although maybe, I, maybe, and so there has to be a reason that doing it early would be not an automatic advantage. Okay. Um, okay. Seems, well, we'll deal with that next round. Yes. Yeah, seems like Martha's ready because uh, she passed me the cubes. Uh-huh. I am ready. Okay. okay. We're gonna try. So Stephen is carefully lining them up. Yes. For no one but himself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're all neat and orderly. Uh huh. Okay. So this is my pattern. It is brown, dark green, yellow, red, pink, light green. Red, yellow, dark green, brown. Can I call a quick audible and change that light green to white? Okay, sure. <laughs> just oh. Yep, so we don't have to see things. <laughs> that messes one of my clues up. Oh, we're putting it back. Well, can't you just nope, change No, no, it? never mind, it doesn't. We're undoing it. We're okay. undoing the undo. Okay. Okay. Well, so it is no, now- actually, it does change it. <laughs> okay. Gosh darn it. <laughs> actually, I didn't think of that, but, but yeah, because even your rules had something about the greens. It did. The I, category of greens. I just assumed. Okay, well, I'm sorry, never mind. No, yeah. I mean, that, and that in actually, the future, we won't have light It does reveal something interesting <laughs> that maybe ultimately we want something that has a complex system like that where color isn't the only category. Oh, It sure. could be also shape or, or class yeah. or something yeah. that lets you have more complicated and interesting rules. Yes, and for colorblind players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very good. Okay. This is the rule that that would have broken. <laughs> <laughs> light versions of colors come before the dark versions of the color. Oh, neat. Uh, okay. So this applies also, you have the two reds and the pink, so I assume oh, that also yeah. tracks there. Okay. Getting a nod from Martha over there. <laughs> okay. Mm, yep. This is right, right? <laughs> Steve's putting a lot of thought into this. Yellow and brown don't, aren't related, so I think... This That's is- an interesting question. Like, should these rules have some deduction involved, or should it just be obvious what that means? Well, it's not right what you did. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is not correct. I did it wrong. No, because the pink. You put the, the pink rule. after the reds. Oh, I, yes, I see. I did the opposite of what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that fits the rule. Okay. Okay. Yes. So the colors are currently brown, light green, pink, dark green, brown, yellow, red, red, yellow, dark green. All right. The next rule is brown cubes must touch yellow cubes. Brown cubes must touch yellow cubes. Or as you would say, a brown cube needs to touch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just one of them. No. Okay, uh, that fits the rule. Yes. Okay. So now it's uh, light green, pink, dark green, brown, yellow, red, red, brown, yellow, dark green. Yes. Three colors are next to their partner cube. Three colors are next to. So their- there are three pairs. That are next to each other. Oh, I see. Okay. And by partner, you mean, do you the, mean uh, to be ambiguous or the one of the same color? The one of the same color. I didn't okay. know how to say that. <laughs> okay. Well, that, there's a terminology we could invent, right? That's what partner could mean, you know? Sure, yeah. Um, okay, so three. Three out of the four pairs are next to each other. <laughs> okay. Three out of the four pairs are next. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. You have now broken one of the rules. No, can I break? Uh, there needs to be like a, a little yellow. voice box that comes in this, oh, this right, board game yeah, with okay. your voice saying you've now broken one of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> that could be one of the snarky things the, yeah. the the rule set then just automatically says. Like I'm thinking of like the physics. I mean, this would could be a video game very easily or an iPad game or something like that. Mm-hmm. But what I really want is like one of those '90s electronic board games where you press, you have like little slots and you press the cubes into them and then they are read by a tiny little. A mini computer yes. that then re- reads the results to you. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, well that doesn't work because the brown because now the yellow ones these aren't touching the pairs aren't touching. So I put oh, like, they just have to be. One of your rules was that none yeah. of them, none of the pairs are together. 
Yes. And mine oh. is just that they are pairs. Oh, that there are pairs. Oh, there are two cubes next to Got it. Okay. <laughs> so this is this is this works within the rule set, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Okay. So um my current order is now light green, pink, dark green, dark green, yellow, brown, brown, yellow, red, red. And this is it. Like so it was thinking about this is that at this point, I think there's probably only maybe two or three other patterns that fit all these rules. I think so. Because it, it's the, 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 light, the pink and the light green have to come first, yeah. or at least earlier than the others. Right. The others are in, uh, are, are, a lot of them are in sets. Yeah. The brown needs to touch yellow, which means the yellow has to be the set that's separated. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it could be that the two I reds, mean, not necessarily. Is that not the case? If browns are touching yellows, that means the browns, oh, the browns could be on the outside. Well, of course. Oh, yeah. That's See, true. that's just me biasing a sentence, a <laughs> word order in a sentence. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good. That's part so of So that actually, that just that kind of easy mix-up makes makes the, the solving player, it makes it interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and also, like, I have no idea other than the pink is in front of red that, like, where pink can go or right. where green should go. That's like, true. I might have the greens and the right. reds in the wrong way. Pink order. could be at the very end just before the reds. The two reds could be right at the beginning, right after the pink. I guess there's many more than I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Next rule? Yes. Next rule is all greenish cubes come before reddish cubes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So right now he's got a pink one at at the top. Right. I need to move that back. Put it here. That follows the blue one. There's an interesting thing about like, I believe the optimal move always is mm-hmm. to do the the least possible to to meet the new rule. Yeah. Because you don't have a lot of information if you change other things. Yeah. That seems I I wonder if there's a way we could make that a little different where there's some risk to like doing more than just that. But right uh, now there's no motivation whatsoever to do more than that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, it's hard too because like I could be very close and if I just make slight slight changes, I might hit it. Yeah. So like I don't want to make drastic changes. Yeah. Like I could have swapped the order of my the red cubes and the dark green. Right. Cubes. But you have no information that that's a better move. Yeah. So I. I mean, I guess. Do it. I mean, even the Monty Paul problem doesn't doesn't fix it here because mm. that's that's a much smaller data set. So you don't you don't get that same information. Yeah. Um, and really, at this point, I don't know when I should use my mulligan. <laughs> so uh, I don't know yeah, how to handle that because you don't know how wrong you are. Right. Yeah. We need that. We need some indicator to determine how wrong you are. Yeah. Um something you know what it could be it could be that the mulligans are declared by the rule maker so like try again oh okay right and then oh, then, yes. it, then it becomes interesting for the rule maker to say like oh but without saying how close you are yeah and without being able to tell the person what changes to make yeah and then that you decide like oh you have an idea of how many possible combinations fit this rule and then you feel confident enough to say that it's a small enough combination that if i tell them to do a different one then it will get closer to the results but if I, so if you tell do that too early, yeah. then it doesn't have a lot of value. Yeah. But the later you do it, the more value it has. But the later you do it, the 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 more likely it is that you're gonna not have the opportunities to, to redo it. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so Martha, tell me if you want me to mulligan. Mulligan. Oh snap! <laughs> We're doing it. Okay. So uh, the latest rule was that the the pinks come after the or the red and pinks come after the greens. Yeah. Oh well, this could, nope. Can't do that. Oh, I could put this here. Ultimately, it could just be switching the brown and yellow, too. Like, I suppose that's true, too. Because I, I would still follow it. But then that's, a, that's sort of a silent communication. Like, when Mar- Martha tells you a mulligan, you'd like to think that it's the, the thing you change is related to the latest rule. Yeah. And like code names, you, sometimes it's not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm following your rules now. Is this right? Martha has a very <laughs> disappointed look on her face. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, the current the current order is light green, dark green, dark green, yellow, brown, brown, pink, red, red. <laughs> <laughs> I must be so Martha, really are you, close. Are you out of rules yet? Yeah, I've got my four rules are done. Okay, so now you got to come up with a new one. Yeah. That's yes. Hard. Um, and one that's just not telling you the answer. Right. Mm-hmm. Although that's the thing. Well, yeah, I mean the easiest. Oh, I was just going to say, like, at a certain point, that's I think that's why having a specific uh, limitations on the vocabulary, which yeah. we haven't had done yet, yeah, um, will help because then you can say like, oh, this one will just give them the answer, and that should give you like a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, okay. Yellows come after reds. Oh. Okay. 
Yellow's come. Oh. So Stephen has just taken the uh, pink, red, red, which was at the very end. Yeah. And he put it right after the green, green, green. So. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. That's it. Hey, okay. okay. Cool. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So now that this sequence was, yeah, light green, dark green, dark green, pink, red, red, yellow, brown, brown, yellow. Cool. I okay. did it. Yeah, that's fun. Dang. This is really fun. <laughs> uh, okay. So, let yeah, let's codify the rules and specifically let's codify the rules of the rules in terms of like the what yes. words you can use. Okay. So, um, should we just start at the top about the rules of this game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, you have two players. You have a, a code maker and a code breaker. And no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, two, <laughs> two players. Two That's players. as far as we'll go. All right. Um, you have your uh, uh, set of blocks that you, uh, you know, some set. I, I, I seem to, I like that there is one of some and two of others. Yeah. That, that seems to give some variety. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think I'd, I would favor an even more complicated collection. Yes. Um, but for now, this works really well for our, our testing purposes. Yeah. Because um, you have at least two dimensions to go on color and set. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you've got those. And then um, the uh, co- the code maker uh, comes up with an order. It's completely random. Um, yep. And then needs to come up with four rules about that. Um, and then we'll, we'll get into that discussion about what those rules can be in a moment. Then uh, reads the first rule to the first player. They come up with a pattern that meets that rule are told if it's correct or not. And, and then the turns progress r- one rule after the other. So then what, so stages of a turn are revealing the rule or rather coming up with the rule than revealing it if that's the case, if you get past four. Yeah. Um, implementing the rule and then an optional uh, mulligan or try again call from, I guess, either player, although there's no, m- there's no real reason for the, 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 uh, the code maker to, or the, the person putting the cubes together yeah. to ever really call for it, yeah. necessarily. Uh, Let's I, say code breaker. That makes sense. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. They're, they're trying to break the code. It, we probably can't call it code breaker. I think that's a game. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is a game. But just for the ease of, of yeah, saying yeah. it right for, now. For yeah. Instead of saying, oh, the other player who isn't. I the- know. It just, <laughs> it just doesn't feel like the right metaphor. Follow, the, follow the clues to see which player is the one yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. The, I think it makes most sense for the code maker to do the mulligan calling. Yeah. Because I think that um, the, they'll have the, they have the most information and yeah. like it, it's interesting when strategically it would make sense to use the mulligan. Right, 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 right. Um, so I think that I think that's yeah. good. And we're, we're, I think um, we're, we're finding a lot of the fun in taking more decisions away from the code breaker and that still makes me a little nervous but like sure. maybe that maybe it's okay to be a little imbalanced. You could, you know, in a, in a yeah. sense. Um, actually, what might work kind of well for this is you have one code maker and three code breakers. Oh, interesting. And, and then okay. the code breakers, then there's just some sort of like competition in the air. Yeah. And then that could be enough in a sense. An alternative thing is it could be like a competitive match where between two code makers, code breakers, where um, they, uh, you know, one person is the code maker and they have their, they finish their thing and they get their score and then you switch. Then the other person does their, makes their code. And oh, right, does it right. Better. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. How, yeah, whoever can do it in fewest amount of rules and mulligans. Right. Mm hmm. Well, the tricky thing is if, if you are, if you're playing co-op, but then ultimately competitive, mm-hmm. that, that changes the motivation. Yeah, that's, people, that's fair. In a sense. It does. Um, oh, oh, I thought it would be against another pair. Oh, there we go. Although, here's a question. If I'm the, the code breaker, yeah. is there any way for me to do bad on purpose? Uh, like, no, because you have, have to follow, I have to follow the, the rule. And if I, if I try again... Then maybe there's a different ways I can try again if I'm trying to not do so great. Yeah. So the 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 code maker doesn't get all the points. Yeah. But it, but if we made it, so you know what I mean. Like then uh, it would then it would work to swap back and forth. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, well, we can get to that in a sure. minute. All right. So that's the turn then. That's all, that's what we've got so far. Yep. And then we just keep going. And you can call the the there could be up to three mulligans in a in a round. Yeah. Um. But only one per rule. Uh. Yes. Right. Okay. Right, so now we need to determine the, the, the rules of the rules. Yeah, the rules of the rules. <laughs> we should, this game should just be called Rules. <laughs> okay. <That's>, yeah. <laughs> game's called R- Rules. Rules, the game. <laughs> <laughs> no one will buy it. <laughs> but all right, yeah. Uh, yes, so I guess the way I was uh, trying to come up with it is, yeah, you can't like specifically say, this cube goes in this order. Right. And I specifically avoided, and I think you did too, Martha. You, um, I avoided... Saying that this cube um, needs to be 
the third cube or something like that. Yes, right. so you can't specifically say yeah. a number. Yeah. It seems like every rule that both of you created, except for Stephen, your backwards-forwards pattern, which sure. is super clever. <laughs> um, it, but for the, for the most part, all your rules were a true or false statement about a colored cube or colored cubes. Yeah. And that, I don't know how you can exploit, if that is, if, I mean, if it's just that rule yeah. and nothing else, mm-hmm. that might give you enough to go on. I don't think that's, that's interesting enough. But I think that is, I'm not sure if that can be abused just mm. on that, just using that definition. But if, you know, that could be one category and then we'd have like a couple other categories. Yeah. The hard thing is, is you don't, you, the, like the fun about like making the rules is you want to be creative with the rules. So yeah. Like, yeah, can, yeah. So you can, you know, get as much information in the rule without explicitly saying the thing. So maybe um, it's we say we the rules are about what you can't do. Yeah, I think that's better. And then you yeah. can be like super creative with it. Yep. The trick is is then we need to we need to come up with all the things you can't do and then leaving the rest of the universe of things to say yeah. available to players. Only use this cube. Only for it to be cracked and the game is ruined yeah. at some point. Well, yeah. The meta will evolve. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Thus ruining the game. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, okay. So you can't say where something specifically is. Can you say you can't say like swap these two? Right, you can't do commands necessarily. Um. So here's it's an interesting exploit, but it might be okay because uh it burns rules. Right. Let's say you're correct, except for one cube needs to be two spaces forward. Sure. Then you can have a rule about that cube that the that you know this color cube can't be after the current one it's after, and then the player knows to move that forward or back. And then you could be like, okay, and then they move it forward, and you're like, okay, this one can't be after that. And depending on the state, right, you may not always be able to come up with a simple rule that tells you this exact thing. Yeah. But then you could do like three rules in a row that just gets you to the correct answer. Yeah. That feels a little a little cheesy, but also it burns three rules. Yeah, I think so. That's, that's, that's probably fine. Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay. Yeah. So we encourage rules that emphasize relationships between, or anti relationships between the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I, this has to be something that's sort of just like. Um, you just have to sort of say you, it's hard to really quantify exactly, but because some rules involve you moving multiple things, yeah. but you can't say, for example, that reds come after yellows and pinks come after greens. Like that's not one. Oh rule. right, yeah, you have to. Uh, but other than just saying you can't do that, I'm not sure exactly how to completely literalize that rule. Oh, you, know? you can only like mm-hmm. it's one relationship, I guess, is what you're limited to. Yes. Yeah, you can only that might be enough. You can yeah. only codify one relationship between the cubes in yeah. each rule. Because I think, uh, like, the rule you gave about the pattern is a relatively complicated idea, mm-hmm. but it, it, is, it is still one relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's um, one set. You have two, you have one set of, and the set is, you're comparing right. but you things can't define, in sequence. You can't define but the set. But you can't set. say, like, it's red, green, blue, and right. then blue, green, red, and they're somewhere in there. Right. So that's where we need to be specific, is, like, what constitutes a unit of measurement in this game, essentially? Like... A, a type of cube, a color of cube, a category of cube. A, a sequence se- of... A set of, then we need to be more specific there, like a set in order, a set of same, yeah. um, some, a, a set of ascending or descending in color, you know, uh, on the hue wheel. I don't know. That yeah. might be, then we might want to bar that. Um, well, yeah, because I, I kind of cheated a little bit because I grouped the colors together in color families, basically, or right. hues. We'd had that color thing, and I forget all the vocabulary words. Mark, <laughs> Mark tell tell the tell the audience what what the correct thing is of a. But I colors? said <laughs> like <laughs> light green colors. and dark green and yeah, yeah. and pink and red, which is just, just green. Since like there's right, like, but there's what an, do you call that? I mean, it's the, hue the, or is it hue? Oh yeah, yeah, on, on okay. the hue wheel. Yeah, yeah, right. But like the difference between a light green and a yellowish green is the same as between a yellowish green and yellow. Like, ah, okay. so like there's no there's no line between colors. So there, yeah, you, you can you, yeah you categorize them just by your own language. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, and I mean you're playing with you know another player, so you can give them a rule that makes sense for them. It's just like with code. Names. Yeah, I think the creativity works in our favor here. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking originally more specific, but because a lot of the play is now in the hands of the, the, the code maker, yeah. I think it makes more sense to let a little bit of cleverness shine through, even yeah. if there's some maybe arguments about the rules, that's probably okay. Yeah. Um, but Martha, I don't think you cheated because I think that's about category. Oh, I, that's true. I think yeah. it's perfectly fine. Um, I think probably where you can't, I would say you should stick to, maybe this is, I don't know, maybe a fair debate about this, mm-hmm. but like to say like, let's say there's a, um, 
you know, a purple and yellow and you want to do something with them, you could say like Vikings colors can't be next to Green Bay colors or something. Like, oh. do you know what I mean? Like you could use, a, like that seems interesting and creative, but yeah. also I don't, I think that 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 uh, biases players who have that more encyclopedic knowledge of, of things, and I don't. I'm not sure I want to do that. Sure. Well, yeah, um, but also then you can say more than one thing at a time, uh, without you know, yeah, while I, still following. The I mean, rules. I think that's fair, but you also have to be creative in order to get that to say the multiple things at one time thing. Yeah. And like, uh, that's yeah, that would be a clever rule, I think. And if you know that the other person knows, uh that the other person knows the category you're talking about, then I think it could yeah. be okay. Yeah. Well, here's where this like is where the exploit- crab colors can't be next to other crab colors. <laughs> well, this is where it comes into exploit territory and where the meta can like imagine sure. a, wik- a wiki that has a name for every color combination. Ah, and then you just memorize them and yeah. there's, there's a lot, but there's only so many. Yeah. And then suddenly the, it's just a sol- it becomes a solved game, you know, Yeah. in a sense. That's fair. Um, that. You'd still have to, there would still be a strategy in what order you roll out your rules. That's true. And, and since you only have four of them for par, like, you know, that yeah. could be... I like par as a term for that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that is Even great. if no one can get it in four, let's just call it par. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Oh, I love that. Um, I, I think, I think um, those points you're bringing up, Mark, are very yeah. important. And I think that it's true that like... This also comes from my like deep hatred of meta play. Like, yeah. I don't like games <laughs> that, that, that reward people who just well, spend the, more time with them. Yeah. But the, you know? the whole point, I think, of Dylan's prompt is to do meta stuff. Like, yeah. like have, no, a, not have, a, have a cheat sheet that you use yeah, yeah, yeah. that Scott, you know, that you use to so solve the let, game. Let, so the, let the game I, be breakable or yeah, solvable I that think, way? Yeah, okay. I think that's... I think, in fact, having a sheet with the, all the color combinations yeah. is like part of it. Okay. Or like maybe there's a subset that's allowed every time and you can't use oh, okay. other ones than that or something. Or, you know, maybe it's all that. Like you can't say red can't be next to blue. You have to say... Oh, you, oh, you have, have to use the category. Category B, which includes blue and orange, has to be... You know what I mean? Make, yeah. it, make it a hassle. <laughs> like, all right. I like, like that. Like play against human recognition. Yeah. yeah. I like that. <laughs> That's not how we played it, but that, that's okay because we, you know, are just testing it and it didn't work, so we're making new rules. <laughs> <laughs> that's how games work. <laughs> I mean, you know, even just like self-policing, yeah. like, like we didn't come up with rules, but we had a sense. Yeah. Even that, just as a party game, works perfectly fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think I think we'd want to be we're wanting trying to be more specific, yeah. but I think it holds up to like some common sense logic between players. Uh huh. Um, because the more specific, the less fun it is. So yeah. therefore, it, it it motivates players to sort of sort of play within those boundaries. Um, but, you know, he's got to worry about the jerks. <laughs> yeah. I suppose. That's true. Or maybe not uh, per Dylan's prompt about it. I'd forgotten <laughs> that angle. Like, of course, <laughs> like, yeah, why not? But yeah, a variation where it's just like, you have to use this different coded language. Mm-hmm. It could fit into a theming for the game as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so in, terms of, in terms of the rules we have currently, do we only have two, like, definite things you cannot do? Just that you can't specifically place a cube in the sequence and you can't, and the rule has to can only involve one relationship between two sets of cubes. Yeah, I mean, it's something that can fit on a note card. Yeah, I think that's a good yeah. rules. I think if we wanted to like you know release it commercially, we'd want to be a little more specific. Sure. But as something to you know to share quickly, almost like as a party game. Yeah, um, it's something you can like teach someone quickly. I think that's actually really good because it says a lot without using a lot of words. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Then I, I guess we. I think we have all the rules. So the rules. You, there's two players. Mm-hmm. The name of the game is Rules. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so Rules has two players. Uh, it has some set of blocks. I guess it can be some variable thing. I don't know. Players can be creative with Well, that. for the purposes of our notes here and for uh, for the a version you guys can play at home, um, yeah. why don't we just keep the, the ones we've got, Okay. Yeah. Um, the colors we have. So that it, what, basically we have these, you know, um, uh, four sets of two, uh, one, one of two other colors. Mm-hmm. And then it also is two sets of three, and you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. it, it, there's enough combinations in there that we can stick yeah, with that well, for our version. But it'd be interesting if someone to try something out with a, a larger number, yeah. more specific, maybe just 10 uh, color uh, blocks of all different colors and like make it more, you know, like would, yeah. how, would that be interesting? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, well, yeah, we'll have a list of the cubes we use in the show notes. You can, <gasps> y'all can use that if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe, you know, pick other things too. That's yeah. cool. You um, could 
use color categories from different languages because every language kind of breaks up the color yeah. wheel differently. Oh, uh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, you could also make this, there's a, a ton of ways you could approach this. In fact, this almost lends itself to a game that has a core rule set and then millions of variations. Yeah. So one is where you have to use these categories instead that, that are all mixed up to make it more complicated. Yeah. One could be purely encyclopedic. Like you need to say like things that mean this in this thing you know what I mean? Like, like, like you can only speak uh, uh, the one of the languages that like doesn't have half of the color ch- chunks and like puts a bunch of the what we see as different colors together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, yeah. Um, um, or even things where it's uh, based on trivia. So you yeah. have to you have like um, you know what uh, the engineering division is in Star Trek can't be next to yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, the color of the Planet Express ship. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's great. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. But but um, for for our purposes, we use ten cubes uh-huh. of these colors. Um, but you can use any set. I think and any set of different colors and different shapes and sizes. Yeah. Be creative with it if if you want. Yeah. Uh, um, and then I think Martha, you hinted at the sort of the next step, the next row of the dot matrix printer. Oh right. Yeah. Like I think uh, I don't think we can really get into that, but I like that just as a. You could just do sequence after sequence to build a, an image, yeah. or the the rules could get different and more interesting later on. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. That's good. I like that a lot. Um, Be a fun goal for a larger version of this game. Yeah. So yes, the code maker creates um, a sequence of blocks, and you have to, and uh, then you create four rules to help the the code breaker make the sequence. And those rules um, cannot specifically place a cube in any place in the sequence, mm-hmm. and the rule can only each rule can only involve one relationship between two sets of cubes. Um, the sets are varied in size. Uh, yes, then you read the first rule and the player creates a pattern based on the rule and then you just repeat that until your pattern is resolved. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess if you run out of the four rules, you have to make a new rule on the fly. Yeah. That's, yeah. And those are the rules. Two rules. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. That's great. Okay. Yeah, this is fun. I like this a lot. Um, yeah. This is definitely one of those games that like you could have at like a work retreat or like, you know, yeah. trust building Team exercises building. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It totally just it really sort of feels like one of those. Yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, you could probably like get really mad at somebody over like dumb rules or Yeah. <laughs> have problems. Yeah. Well, that's great. So, please try this at home and mm-hmm. see what you think um or maybe brainstorm some alterations and send them to us on Twitter. Yeah. Um or via email um and let us know what you thought. Yes. This was a really great, great one. Yeah, it worked out really nice. Cool. Thanks again to Dylan for the prompt. Yes. Um, he's our engine idea. Well, our idea <laughs> engine, rather. Yeah, well done. Um, all right, well, that is our show. Um, if you haven't already, uh, please subscribe to the Nice Games Club in your favorite podcast app. And be sure to give it a good review if you liked it or a nice like us. You don't have to have liked this game, but if you liked the show, <laughs> uh, please give us a review wherever you can send them. Uh, we need to know you're out there, so leave a review. And, of course, tell all your friends, too. Uh, get them involved, play this game with them, mm-hmm. and then bully them to give us a good review. <laughs> um, we also want to hear uh, directly from you, so follow us on Twitter and all the other things at Nice Games Club, and you can email us at contact at Nice Games Club with your rule variations and such and so forth. Yeah. Uh, lastly, you can find out more about the show and your nice hosts, as well as get all the links and show notes from this and other episodes, including the rules to this game at nicegames.club. So until we start again, remember to play nice and make nice. That's ten. We said ten, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, ten is. Why am I, what am I missing? I'm, oh, brown. That's what. Nope. There's two browns. Two browns. One pink. Light green. This two, section there. of the podcast is an excellent candidate for editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe not. <laughs>
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.